Advertisements there and, and dancing. I'm reading the church bulletin. Well, it's the old, uh, the old larger and larger sports show here. The old, sure, since 2012, though. That's a long time. Yeah. Well. You're on the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. We record this podcast every Wednesday night on blogtalkradio.com I'm gonna, slash Larcher and Lawrence. I'm going to be honest. That's not the only thing I'm on. 7 p.m. All right. Fair enough. We're in Chicago. We talk a lot of Chicago sports. A lot of, uh, well, we talk some national sports. We talk other things. Uh, yeah, nonsense. A lot of that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, the chat room on live, uh, scroll down to the bottom right there. For those of you listening on podcasts, you might be on iTunes. Yeah, if you have an iPhone or an iPad or something like that, just uh, you can download us on your Wi-Fi, put it in there, and take it with you on the road, listen to us in the car on the way to work. We're, we're great for uh, wasting a couple hours if you're sitting at the office afternoon at the waste your hours, and then all of a sudden the day's over. Take a listen to our podcast. Uh, Stitcher Radio as well. At Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. At Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. Tonight, uh, Jason Ferrari is going to be uh, calling in here to talk some uh, Chicago Bears uh, free agency. Excellent. A lot of moves yeah. going oh, on. Man, we're pumped. Vegas uh, moving uh, downward. Yeah, yeah. Odds not as good for us as the free agency market continues. That's true. Weird. And a little bit later, uh, Derek McGrath is going to be coming on. Uh, he's giving us a call as well. Uh, we're going to talk some NCAA. I think I'm going to pick his brain to, so I can get my bracket figured out at He's going to give me uh, his final four. That's what we're going to go for. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Phil Jackson with Derek as well. Uh, Phil Jackson's back. He is. Heading to the Knicks. Not to coach, but to GM. Yeah. Uh, president, right? That's the official title. Oh, whatever the GM hell it is. Says. Yeah. Well, hey, my name's Clark Lawrence, and you found the Larcher Lawrence Sports Show. Here he is, my partner, the one and only Alfred Birdman Larcher III. Well, it's funny. you got the church bulletin sitting here, and on the back of the bulletin are all the advertising um, and all the ads. Oh. Of course, that helped fund the bulletin. Yeah. And help pay, uh, pay for things at the church. Uh-huh. The thing that caught my eye was, get lucky, they're advertising on the back. It's a club. What is where, where you could get traditional Italian food, cocktail lounge, and it's perfect for rehearsals, okay. weddings, yeah. and funeral luncheons. Oh, that's so good. So this is a happening place, yeah. Bob Lucky. Yeah, I wonder, is it around the, uh, around the neighborhood? But even ads hit you at church, Clark. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there are ads. Everything's an advertisement. Well, ad. do you hear what the uh, NBA commissioner is just said? Any, any logo that you have on you there? Uh, what, did, what, did the, uh, what did the NBA commissioner Putting ads on jerseys is inevitable. Oh, wow. So yeah. we're going there. It's going the way of NASCAR. Everything, you know, son of well, a I, I mean, it's not like the, the advertisements on jerseys hasn't been done before, Al. It's just tacky. It just doesn't it, look right. When I was in Little League, when I was in Little League, we were the Cubs one year. And the next year, we became uh, like uh, we were like GIC, which was one of the local factories in town. So I mean, it, it was affecting me as a kid, my man. It's uh, everywhere. It's overseas. Well, it's been a kids, soccer. I it's get been a, it. It's been a soccer thing too. But you think the NFL, you think NFL jerseys need uh, oil ads on the back? What's that? You think NFL jerseys need oil ads no, on I the don't back? Know. I mean, you, you no, a... I don't. I don't want to see it. I, I like I like jerseys the way they are, but uh, the NBA commissioner says it's going to happen. What does he give a time frame on it? Surface. You got the Microsoft Surface. Yeah, it's a Microsoft product. Okay. Well, I have other things that are Microsoft. You know, Hotmail, for example. Okay. Yeah. You still have Hotmail. Yeah, I still wow. have a Hotmail account. You go to like msn.com, is that your homepage? Like, no. Like the news and all that no, stuff? No, 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 no. I just use, I use Hotmail. You be as old as AOL. I use Hotmail, I use AOL. Yeah. For, for inst- I still have the instant messenger Are, as well. Do you sign on to your AOL? 
Once in a blue moon. Lauren and I did it a, a year ago or so. Go Just for shits and giggles. There's still a couple people there that I would never talk to. Hey, they're the holdouts. They're still man. hanging out. Well, anyways, every time I turn my tablet off or if it thinks I'm sitting too long and I don't touch it, it goes to the lock screen on the front. Yeah. The lock screen password is my Microsoft account password. It's not individualized to this tablet. Right. So I got to use my Microsoft account password, which because it got somebody broke into it the other day, I changed it to an extremely long damn oh, So now password. just to get onto your tablet, you... I got to type in a dictionary. Oh, my goodness. And I can't figure... There's got to be a way to turn this off. I just change your password again to something shorter. But then I'm, it's going to make me change it on every device I have. Then change it. It's a pain... You know how... Have you ever had to change a password across the board? It won't save on the tablet, though? Like, you have to type it in every time? To get out of this screen. Like, if I go here, oh. now I want to go ahead and I want to get back in there and talk about that sports story that I had loaded up. I got to push this damn button here. I got to I gotta twerk this damn thing here. And then I got to put in this password right here. Yeah. And, it's, I mean, it's cap sensitive. and. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you get through it, Al. How, how, do, how do you make it through your days? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, jeez. I, you know, this world is getting more and more oh, complicated so when it should be getting easier. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of wealth and power and fame and, and how difficult the world is, because I think yeah. that was what you were alluding to, right? Yeah, definitely. That I, I, this is a problem for me, but it, Jesus, I, mean, I can't get really into a tablet. A, it's That's not real, really much of a problem. Yeah. It is a problem, though. You spend a lot of money on a piece of machinery, and now you've got to put in a goddamn dictionary just to get in the front door. Hey, hey, hey. I, Come on. If Come you on. built a mansion, wouldn't you make a door easy to get into as opposed to hard to get into? This is true. This is true. Here's my advice for you. Just bring the password down. But then I got to change it, it on the phone. <clears throat> Just get it changed and then you don't have to enter it all the time. One one day, one day, Five minutes you'll spend putting it on your new device. It's a half an hour. I guarantee okay. you it's a half okay. an hour project. Right. Because you'll forget. And then I got to remember the password. Can you write it? Just write it on your hand. Keep it with you. No. But... What I was getting at is yeah, Jim Ursay, big news story uh, in the NFL this oh, yeah. week, big sporting story. Jim Ursay, president and owner yeah, of owner. the original Jack Kerouac on the road um, oh. script. That guy, he also owns the Colts. Okay. Now, I think he comes from generational wealth. I don't think he's a self-made man. I don't know. I don't think he is. Okay. I think his dad owned the okay. uh, I mean, that would make a little bit more sense. Well, this guy got loopy on some pills, Yeah, got behind a wheel, drank a little wine. He was having a good time. I mean, why not? If I'm Jim Ursay, I'm going to have a blast. Yeah, you're the owner of the NFL's Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to live my life like a song, you know? So this guy's out there. He's getting it done. And he takes a little too many, uh, pops some pills, gets some some goofballs going, Mm -hmm. drinks a little bit, gets a little happy, feeling invincible. You're putting us right there. Gets behind a wheel. Drives like an idiot. Yeah. That's endangering everybody. That's one of the most disrespectful things you can do to your fellow man. Yeah. It really is. I agree. So So he gets pulled over. Right. The cops look around, they see the goofballs on the floor, he's been popping pills, God knows what else is going on in there. Were you there? Is that what you're getting at? They turn off the Credence that's blasting on the uh, radio. Oh, now my tablet wants to reset. He was listening to Credence, I guarantee It's restarting at 4 minutes I, and 53 seconds. All right. I have no option but to restart or close. Do, do you think we can do a show without the tablet? You know what? I mean, I'm just going to restart. How do, how do you let these things bother you like So Jim Ursay sitting there in his car. The officer know-it-all comes up, and he's like, Hey, you been drinking tonight? And Jim Ursay said, I have. Yeah, and then they found the, the pills, and 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 the, everybody had a good laugh. Then they some put, kind of prescription thing, right? They put the steel cuffs behind his back. They threw him in the car. They arrested his ass. He went to jail, and rightfully so. He broke a law. Yeah, but now everybody's getting all agitated because they want the NFL to do something. They want retribution. They want well, punishment. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, the the commissioner works for the owners. The owners are essentially his boss, right? Right. So you're going to punish your boss? No. Right. So the players are, are not going to be happy if they don't. Who do cares? Something. And who cares what the people think? Everyone's getting all upset. All you know, This is our fellow man. We, shouldn't, we should be less upset when it happens with players. And guess what? Your bosses get treated different than you do. 
It's just the way the world works. Whether they, they earned that position, whether they were born into it, or whether they worked for it, regardless of the case, they have more money, they have more power, they have more influence. It's just the way it is. Uh-huh. So why should we be more upset with somebody just because they're successful? I just, you know what, leave these people alone. Yeah. Let the players, if the players get drunk, they should deal with the law. Not with the league, right. but with the law. Okay. Maybe, you know what, here's my answer to the whole Jim Irsay thing. Uh-huh. They should give him a lifetime ban from ever playing a game in the NFL again. That way, his punishment is far more severe than any player's ever been given before him. I mean, brilliant. You're, you're, you got it, Al. Let's make the, tweet, tweet the commissioner today and let him know that. I don't understand why I'm not on speed dial hey, with this guy. You're, uh, you, you got a new Twitter uh, thing going on, right? I'm, I'm alive you're on Twitter. You're back into it. I'm you're trying. Posting, uh, larger than life. Uh, you said you figured it out. I thought I did, but I, I was, I was smoking the night back? before. Okay. Every time, every time I get a Rob Van Dam, okay. and I start playing with Twitter, I think, mm-hmm. I'm like, I have this epiphany, and I think I figured it I'm like, oh my God, this is, I'm going to have a million followers in a week. Mm-hmm. And then I sober up, and I don't know what the hell is going on with Twitter. And then you start getting comments. No matter what you do with Twitter, you get comments. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, somebody comes up to me and says, hey, I noticed you've been tweeting a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I get in my head. You know how I obsess over things. Well, am I tweeting too much now or too no, little? No, it's not that you're what? tweeting too much. You're, you're, you're building a presence again. A presence. But a that's presence. the thing. Do you just tweet to tweet or do you tweet? I don't know, Like, man. you got to have material. Yeah. you got to offer something. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just an idiot right. who's posting about his eggs. Right. But then when I'm tweeting other people, are people getting alerts that I'm tweeting? Because I don't want you to necessarily know what I'm tweeting them because I'm just making conversation with them at that time. I, you know what? I don't understand Twitter. Okay. I don't All think right. anyone in America understands Twitter. You, you'll, you'll get back to it. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on there. I know, I know you, how you tweet at people and whatnot, but I just I don't know the difference there, uh, how you want to say what you're saying. You know? I don't know. It, it, I, I go in circles on Twitter. I'm, I'm there quite a bit. And then every time this thing restarts, every time the tablet restarts, Mm -hmm. when it starts back up, look at the tiny screen. I get a tiny screen inside the tablet. The day's day's ruined. Like there. I got to sit there and And, I got to project. I have to go to an option to project to a second screen. I mean, it's... Let's get. We're gonna play this show out tonight with the blues. Oh, and then we're we're gonna do some blues. And your idiot neighbors, they don't understand the difference between a space that is designed for temporary. Fifteen minutes with flashers and oh, a parking boy. space We're back there. You know, wow. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. So, what do you think about Jim Irsay? I mean, you know, you're a man of the people. Do you, you think he should be punished severely? Do you think he should be punished equally to an NFL player, or do you think it should be harsher, or do you even care? Um, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what they do. I mean, they're not going to kick him out of the league, right? Like, they're not going to make him sell his franchise over there. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, so whatever. That would be a, let them handle it. it terrible. If it keeps the, the players happy, then uh, it keeps the players happy. You know, whatever. Well, I, who cares about that? And it's not even the players who are pissed about it. Yeah. Oh, see now I got to sign back into Facebook. So if you're here listening, you're you're here to listen to us uh, do the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. We do it uh, live Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we do it. Um, we do it uh, uh, more. Uh, what? It's, it's a podcast, right, Al? Sure. It's on iTunes. Yeah. It's on Stitcher. Uh, find us there. As well. Yeah. We have a second, uh, we have a phone number. Oh, yeah, we do. 888-787-4827. 888-787-4827. Or you can text us. We have a text line. The number is uh, 773-559-5189. Hey, I mentioned it earlier, Al. Uh, Ferrari is here. Uh, so t- text us uh, any questions you have for him. Because he's here. I uh, uh, got him on the line right now. We're going to talk about NFL uh Free agency. The Chicago Bears, Al, as you know, made some changes. Jason Ferrari, uh, are you there? I am, dudes. How are you? Good, good. Doing well. Yeah, doing well. You know, I wanted to say like something else other than "Are you there?" It's very unprofessional. <laughs> and even something like. So why why don't you like Thanks. like uh, Jason Ferrari? Welcome to the show. How are you today? Yeah, that's a typical one though. But if, if you go yeah, with the, what, what are you, 
Yeah, I mean, it could have been, hey, Jason Ferrari, heard you were at South by Southwest. How did that go? Well, there you go. You That's interesting. That's topical. It was big last week. Instead yeah. of going, hey, are you there? Hey, are you there? Can you hear me now? <laughs> Jason, yeah, God. how you doing? Uh, how's the weather, and how is South by Southwest? Um, all right, quick answers. I'm doing great. <clears throat> um, the weather outside is normal-ish, 30s. And Southwest yeah. Southwest was exhausting. Yeah, I can imagine. A lot going on? Yeah, oh. I mean, I was there for 10 days, which is pretty much the longest wow. I've ever been away for, for anywhere. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's a long time. A, a lot of it was work. So yeah. I was working okay. and then trying to play. Yeah. And you're going to play the you. blues for me at the end of the show. There you go. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. No, that was not too earlier. Uh, no, Jason. While you were there, uh, all the news was breaking. I wanted to hit you up about it, but I knew you kind of had your hands full a little bit. We did. A, we we chatted a bit, but uh, a lot of uh, a lot of Bears news in the uh, free agency. How do you feel in in general? How do you feel uh, the Bears did? Um, I mean, I think it's pretty good. I <clears throat> I think a lot of people, as usual, are seeing the signings and consider everything that happens underwhelming without actually reading, uh, which is a common theme. I mean, we don't know exactly what the scheme is going to be. Obviously, with these selections that are not selections, these picks, picks, Jesus Christ, I'm already thinking about the draft. <laughs> these signings yeah. are uh, no, all right. Last week I was a, a, little, a little indicative of, I think, what they're going to do. If you've noticed, um, Willie Young – is an end. Uh, I don't know that he kind of did the wide nine thing, so he's a pure end. Lamar okay. Houston can play end and tackle. So I mean, right. and no, the people that you're bringing in. So you've got Ratliff who can play. He's going to play nose. You've got Pyatt right. who plays nose. You know, I assume we're going to draft someone and we can get into that. But um, all these guys are going to be able to move up and down the line. You know, and they they're bringing in these. Random guys on one-year deals, you know, someone that some people that Tucker's familiar with. I mean, I just think they're going to, with these new coaches, they're just going to give them a fundamental beating in camp and just be yeah. like, yeah. see what they have. And I mean, it's just, it's a rotation. And that's what we need. Use it's Seattle that, as a yeah. catalyst. They have a lot of people who weren't even drafted. And look at that defense. It's insane how good it is. And yeah. they just yeah. rotate it. Right. Uh, I'd say a lot of it wasn't very surprising to me. And, I know that, as you said, a lot of people aren't reading enough about it, but uh, the Peppers move wasn't a surprise. Al, was, were no, you surprised by it? No, everyone saw that coming. I, I was kind of hoping... there's still people who were flipping out day of. Is, is that people who just aren't watching as much as we are or well, reading no, as much? I think people were okay with Peppers leaving until he left to the Packers. Yeah. I think as soon as that happened, it was kind of like, oh, you know, this guy does have a couple games left in him, and those games will be against the Bears. Of course. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, every- Everybody knew the money, we, we couldn't afford him, and then the price he was asking wasn't worth it. Um, good pickup for the Packers, though. I'll say that. Yeah, and he's going to be – he's been asking to play in a 3-4 for a long time. He's gonna, they're going to have him standing up. I mean, he's going to cause some problems, plus he's going to have that – you know, I know you hear about it all the time, but he's going to have a legitimate chip on his shoulder, not just against the Bears, against people yeah. who didn't think he has anything left in the tank. You know he does. Yep. He just played on a dog shit line last year. It's like, right. what did you expect to get it to? I will say this: um, when we first when we first got him from Carolina, the rap on him was the guy takes plays off, and I didn't know what that meant. And now, after watching his career, I know exactly <laughs> what that means. And I will say this to Packers fans: the guy now takes games off. Wow. So. Well, I mean, I don't understand. He's 34 and playing that position. My, right. My goodness. At that size of a man. I'm 34 years old. You're 34. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, obviously, we're not in any. We're not. No, but as a guy but. who's carried a lot of weight for a lot of years, <laughs> yes. I, I, I know the impact it has on the knees right. and the exactly. body. I, yeah. I mean, I feel his pain. I literally do feel his pain, and I can't even imagine what the impact it, he takes. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's brutal. And plus, he's not going to be. He's going to be situational. So he's going to have fresh legs. They're going to rotate him in and out. Like he's going to. He's going to cause problems. Yeah, it's a good use guy, of him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. How do you feel about? Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm bringing up the fans right now and their thoughts, but uh, thinking that we're just grabbing a bunch of guys who haven't done anything. The, the, 
and the team is just filling holes is all they're doing. They're bolstering the special teams. Yep. But people, people look at it a little bit differently, and they wanted the splashy cornerback signing, you know? They, they wanted the big guys. Jared Allen, you know? It, though. Yeah. What, what do you think of that, that men- mentality, guys? Well, I think it's, it's twofold, and it's the same thing we see all the time. You've got fans who like to talk about who we didn't sign and, you know, and, and, and then bitch about who we did sign, in addition to, like, veterans, for example. You're going to have people like, how come we couldn't get it done? How come we couldn't get it done? Erlacher's a different situation. I understand that. I mean, that's, you know, a Hall of Famer first ballot. It's, it is what it is. But yeah. people are focusing on peppers, and it's like, are you, you guys high? Why are people not jumping right. from the rooftops that we re-signed Tillman? That's the Look, biggest re-signing we needed to make. I agree. I was I was happily surprised when I had heard that he was leaving Tampa Bay without a contract because uh, he was down there. But I didn't think they, the Bears would close that deal as quick, and I was very happy to hear it. I was sad I'm to see Mel. Happy. Uh, Mel, yeah. Melton's a victim of the the injury at the wrong time. Yeah, uh, and the system. Know. I mean, he didn't yeah. necessarily want to fit the system, but I mean, he was a Pro Bowl defensive tackle at a very young age. You don't see that often. Those guys have a good couple of years, and I think he still has some good couple of years in front of him. At the price, I well, actually, Dallas got him for next to not nothing, but they're only paying him for a year. Yeah, with a with an option, which you know, if he stays healthy, he obviously played well under Marinelli. I mean, they're going to get something good. The guy's twenty seven years old, but at the same time, he sucked against the run for us. We were last in the league against the run. Everybody we've signed so far is very good against the run. And, oh, yeah, they're in their mid-20s. You know, I mean, like, we just brought in two coaches that Bears fans, the players are not familiar with, who their reputation is nothing but fundamentals, and they're both, like, angry, crotchy old dudes, which is who I've been asking for for, as as far as coaching, because our defensive fundamentals have been shit for the last three years in terms of whipping on tackles. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I, you know what? I completely forgot about that. Super smart. I mean, is, is the guy going to end up starting? Probably not. But we need not even a tackle rotation. Yeah. He may There's not. A chance but I mean, even make the you don't want that guy in your locker room? I mean, is he back in your locker room? You've got Tillman in the locker room. I mean, it's just these people it, are not only staples of the franchise, but they're good influence, especially because we're going to have an influx of very young players this year. Well, and you bring up Peanut, and, and, and you bring up Iz, and I remember, Al, we were at a training camp together. Every yeah. year that I was there, when they were both there, they were the last guys signing autographs and everything. Nicest and guys. Just oh, yeah. Great dudes, awesome people that you want to have on your team, and great for the whole fandom. But I, I don't think, care. I want football players. Fair. Fair enough. No, that's all I care about. But you got a football player in Peanut. I, yeah, he, he, he has I something think, left. I think he still does. Year. Yeah. Uh, my main, my main, the main question that I have is, is this defense better? than it was at the end of the season last year. Well, well you know, let me say this. Yes. I mean, I think it's yes, right? I, I think the answer is yes. And you, you said earlier about people looking for a big splash. Well, the deal was we all agreed, all Bears fans agreed, if we had a middle-of-the-road defense, we would be a pretty damn good team that could compete. Yes. What we picked up were a bunch of middle-road talent oh. to get to a middle-road defense. We're, they're building exactly what we were asking for. So it's not splashy. It doesn't look good. It isn't sexy. But when, like, like um, Ferrari said, when you break down the numbers, when you look at the, the pro football, the, the stats in the, in the inside and the, the, the level of talent, it, it's absolutely risen, and we are a better team. And the draft, I think we're going to look at safety. I don't know where you, what you're thinking, Ferrari. Um. Well, as far as as far as the guys we picked up, I mean, like you know, stats Inc. and pro fo- uh, football focus. If you look at Willie Young and Lamar Houston, they were very high up, especially Willie Young in terms of quarterback pressures, which means they're almost there. You know what yeah. I mean? And yep. with some coaching, that's going to change. It's are they going to be Peppers level in his prime? No. no. And who is? You don't right. see that very often. Guy's a freak. Um, so I, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I I just think that. Emery consistently, you know, I know he takes gambles on draft picks, but look at, you know, long worked out. McClellan, it is what it is. You know what I mean? The guy took a risk. It was his first draft. It may be bust if he sucks at linebacker, whatever. Like, people need to move on. You know, there's yeah. nothing you can do about three yeah. seasons ago. But Man. 
I mean, I just think with some development, we'll see what these guys can do. I mean, he's filling holes in the roster. We don't have a ton of cap space. A lot of teams after the draft, you know veterans are going to get chucked, and they're going to be people that we can bring in to compete and to rotate in and out because we had no depth last year. It wasn't bad yep. starters. We had nothing. We had some random – we right. had a guy get hurt. We had a guy retire at the beginning of the year, and then he, yes. Emory had to pull from the scrap heap all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, uh, as far as the draft – yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. I don't – I wouldn't go safety with pick one. What? Um, I, have someone, I have someone with my eye, my eye on, and hopefully he's there in round two. I, was, I like Jimmy Ward from Northern. That yeah. guy is oh, – I love watching that guy play. I mean, on tape, he's a beast. He, even, he plays well against big comp- – Northern, just in general, has been playing good against bigger competition the last several years. But You think I mean, there's a solid he, chance he could drop two? Yeah, you think there's a solid chance he could be two. there? Okay. We might have to move up to get him, but he's dropping to two. I, I mean, I guess, I guess it just depends on how many offensive players fall in the top 15 because that obviously dramatically affects us. But I think we need to go tackle, deep, deep tackle. Um, you and, know what? Well, it depends. Some of these guys, like, look at, look at all the names that are being mentioned for us and then just go and look at, like, uh, search Mike Mayock's top prospects at position. Because mm-hmm. that's the only guy I trust when it comes to draft. Like, I think Kuiper's an asshat. Like, May- Mayak is awesome, and he's usually hits. Uh, I do, I like But a lot of these guys are can play two roles. They're not pure defensive ends. They're not pure defensive tackles because colleges now are playing pro-style systems, and they're all starting to do the mold of Seattle with the hybrids. So these uh-huh. guys can play. I mean, they're 300-pound defensive ends. You do not see that very often and like, the last several years in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like the safety position now is, is a fundamental. It, its importance is growing in every scheme in the NFL. And call me Monica Lewinsky, okay. but I want Clinton Dix. That's oh, my geez. pick. That's what I want there. Jesus. I think a, a rare safety. I mean, look at Seattle. Let's go back to that Seattle model. They build a great team around some great safety. Did you hear that joke from, like, some old guy who hangs out at the bar? Yeah, exactly what yeah. happened. All right, good. Uh, I wrote it down on my typewriter. Yeah, I don't know. Gentlemen, I think, <laughs> I think it's a pretty good start to the offseason. I think uh, they've done a fine job, and I'm excited for May. I am, too. May 8th? Is that the draft? You guys have a tattoo, yeah. don't you? May 8th? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Why would, uh, why would you go with Clinton Dix over Calvin Pryor? Just out of curiosity. I just get the feeling he's it's a better the name. player. He <laughs> likes the name. He likes to say it. He likes to make up old man jokes. He just wants jokes to say about. ha-ha and dick. Uh-huh. Ha-ha, dicks. Yeah. I was reading an article by uh, Hub Arkish, and oh. I, forgot, I totally yeah, forgot I he like makes that. this reference, but I'm glad it came back. But he was like, Cal, um, Clinton Dix is more of a free safety, all over the field kind of guy. And... Uh, um, Calvin Pryor is more of a knock your jock off kind of <laughs> kind yeah. of hitter. I appreciate that because if you watch any tape on him, he, pump, he punishes people. Yeah. So, but the, the league is so fine heavy and so sensitive to big hits anymore. It's almost like you. I mean, you don't need it in in today's finesse NFL. The the big hits are gone. Just ask Clark because he's all for that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm hey. definitely not for the hits being. Gone. I know, I know, we don't have them for too much longer. Uh, but uh, you had something else real quick? Well, I just want to say Hub Arkish, I love that guy. Well, he has a lot of knowledge. And I love listening to him, and he always makes great points, but he's always wrong. Yeah. Every damn time. <laughs> so I used, to, I used to take him for like, – I used to think, man, this guy knows what he's talking about. I still think he knows what he's talking about, but he's always wrong. Always. Yeah. Hey, Jason, uh, yeah. you, you can come into the studio next week? Yeah, I should be good. Uh Yeah. That'd be cool. I, I can. Uh, no one's here yet. I can chat with you if you, if you guys want to talk a little bit more. So. No, no, Either way, I mean, yeah, we'd I mean, love to have you back. I know uh, wow. we're, we're going to be talking some NCAA here pretty shortly, but uh, yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. Um, yeah. One thing I say. Yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll Wrap pick up it back up. Thing, yeah, we'll pick it back up next week. Uh, it's nice to hear your thoughts on it because – you sound as optimistic as we are about it. I'm, I'm excited. Hey, real quick, Ferrari. Yeah. Jim Ursay's daughter, uh, Casey Carly, is taking over the Colts while he's in <laughs> oh. rehab. Do you think she's hot or not? 
Uh, I've seen a couple of photos. I didn't. I mean, I, and I saw the headline. I did not have time to dig into that because you know whatever. The, a 33 year old chick taking over business operations. That should be interesting. But she's gonna. She's. Well, here's what she's gonna do. She's gonna. She's gonna cut all the good players. Sign a bunch of old hacks and has been who've been in jail and things like that, and try to move the team to Florida. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? This might be uh, my King Ralph moment. That's my major league. I got to find out if she's married. This could be my King Why Ralph. How do I talk? I could go ahead and uh, maybe take over the Colts. There you go. She's like the Stephanie McMahon of football. Uh, King Ralph was uh, a Packers fan, if you remember. Uh, that was crap. Hey, Jason Ferrari, thanks for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll talk next week. All right, guys. Well, cool. take it easy, man. All right, I'm going to go see if she's hot. Take care, Ferrari. I was bad on the sign-off with, with him as well. What's wrong with me? Like, I've never taken a phone call before. What, you said you're taking a break? No, I'm going to go take a, see a picture of this chick. Oh, do it right now? I want to know. She's my future wife, if I could, like, maybe take over the Colts. I would, would you become a Colts fan if I married the GM's daughter and took over the team? Huh? Would you become a Colts fan if I married the Colts owner's daughter and took over the team? Yeah, they could be my AFC team. Uh, we could forget all about the the, uh, the Super Bowl, right? When we played them, I mean, yeah, no harm, no foul. That was a long time ago. It's over. We're gonna get back there soon. Oh, uh, Al, I told you that uh, we we talked about it earlier. Uh, Derek McGrath is uh, joining us. She's married. Yeah, she's married, and she's not attractive. Maybe you can get her to. Derek, I'll be right with you. Hang on. Ah, oh, she's fine. She's, she's not attractive. Uh, no, she's a mid- Midwesterner, yeah, right? She, I mean, she comes from yeah. money. She should be go. higher than that. Yeah. No, uh, a lot of news. Like, uh, I want to talk with uh, Derek. Derek's, uh, he was here uh, in the studio for a brief moment during our wrestling show a couple weeks ago. Ooh. And, uh, and uh, he, uh, he brought that American flag thing uh, yeah, we talked about. It. I, I think it's one of the coolest things ever. Um, I do, too. Not as cool as the George Washington paint. Yeah, but close. Yeah, I got him right here. Uh, Derek, I, thank you so much. I, I have, I have the, uh, the frame hanging right now. Oh, good. I'm uh, I'm glad I sent the or I got the picture you sent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess you knew it. So, yeah. That's good. Uh, no. Um, it's it's one of two of my favorite patriotic pieces in my house. Uh, there's two of my favorites that are here. One's uh, this George Washington portrait, and the other one is that American flag uh, window panel. So thank you both. Hey, and and you're an American treasure too, Clark. Don't forget that. Well, I, I never will. Derek, it's good to have you on, man. Uh, do, 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 do you, are you interested in the NCAAs? Um, you know, everyone everyone's doing a bracket, obviously. Um, I only followed uh, college from, like, an outside perspective this year, so I know kind of, like, some of the, the trends of some of the, the higher-profile teams. Yeah. So that's kind of the that's kind of what I'm uh, going on with some of my picks for the the tournament. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I got to be honest. I haven't even uh, started filling mine out. I wasn't positive I was going to enter any uh, brackets this year. I'm doing some squares thing in another one, and, and that one last year I won money on it, so I figured I might as well do it again. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow everything starts though. It does. Uh, you know, that's, it's one of those days, uh, that like everyone wants to take off early from work. Um, you see so many people taking sick days and it's because the first couple rounds are just so exciting, um, with the, the chances of upsets and the ones that do happen and, you know, just every, every play being that much more important, especially as you get deeper into the bracket. It seems like there's always an underdog, and uh, I know I know the big one right now. They were underdogs last year is Wichita State. Everybody's talking about them with the undefeated season. Heck, I know my dad's been following them real, real close there. Uh, have you had a chance to watch that team at all? I know you said you're kind of on the outside. I haven't seen them. You know, I've seen uh, some, and they are a team that that plays really hard, um, and they like to run. So. They can do both. They really shut down their opponents. And one of the things uh, with them that they're being knocked for is that they might be getting too much credit for their defense because of their competition. Okay. Um, you're going to hear that with, with any team, you know, any uh, smaller conference team that, that has a great season. So the tournament is a good litmus 
a litmus test for, for some of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I know the the tournament selection didn't do them many favors uh, with where they where they put them. Uh, they got some serious competition uh, in the Midwest bracket. Yeah, they do. Um, uh, Kentucky's yeah, there, Kansas there. State. Yeah, well, who else? Yep. Louisville, yeah, Michigan. Duke, yeah. Duke, yeah. Uh, you know, this is one of these brackets, uh, This or this region, I mean, uh, really one through eight, uh, I could see going to the elite eight, um, yeah. even even nine. Uh, Kansas. State. I don't know much about St. Louis. You think they could make it all the way there, huh? You know, I St. think Louis. they can. That they're seated, they're seated correctly. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's good. So, uh, who do you think? Do, do you, can you even make a guess coming out of that bracket for the final four? I actually do have Wichita State coming out of this bracket. I think that. Uh, they're going to come out looking to uh, still prove to people that they can play, and I think that they're going to be able to basically cruise through to the Elite Eight. So they'll be coming out of the Midwest bracket, I think. Out of curiosity, do you have the game before that? Who do they? Uh, who do you have them beating? I've, I've got Duke in the Duke-Michigan game. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know. Duke always seems to get them uh, there. It's, it's just the history of it. Um, it is. Yeah. All right. That's cool. What, what, who's, who's coming out of? Do you have your bracket filled out? Because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna copy yours if you, if you don't mind. <laughs> I do. I have mine filled out. I can I can cool. uh, send you a screenshot of it. Who do you have coming out of the uh, West and, and why? Yeah. Send me a screenshot. As <laughs> uh, a West, I have Arizona uh, chalk again on that one. Um, I think that I have them beating Creighton to get into that Final Four. I think that um, Creighton is a team like Wichita State that um, people are wondering if if they're if they're real because they play they have uh, you know the nation's number one scorer. Um, yeah. But it's been against lesser competition, so I think they're going to make a good run as well. And and I could see them beating Arizona to get to the. Uh, final four, I think that that would be like uh, a real run, run and shoot game between them. Okay, yeah. Uh, you, uh, you you got the South. What do you like over there? Um, for the final four in the South, I got Florida. Okay. And um, I've, I have them, and this is this is my one little sleeper that I have going through here is I have them against uh, I have them. Uh, Dayton. So uh, Dayton's ah. the 11th, and uh, they open against Ohio State. Uh, but Ooh, uh, playing like at the, the UD arena. Oh, it is. Wow. Yeah. that is. That's going to be wild. I'd, I'd like to try to watch some of that. Is that tomorrow or Friday? Well, let's see. Um, it's, it's, let's it's, see. it's tomorrow at uh, 12.15 here. I think that's 12.15 local. So it'd be one fifteen your way, but I yeah. think I mean, that's gonna be a really good game to watch in the beginning. I think that the crowd is gonna be important there. I think that you know, there's kind of a, a little bit of a natural basketball rivalry between Dayton and Ohio State because they're so close. Um, yeah. and they both had good teams for a while. And I think that playing at home, Dayton's gonna win those first two round games. Um I think they're gonna beat Syracuse there in the second. Uh, round, I think they're going to beat uh, New Mexico in the Sweet 16, but then lose to Florida. Cool. All right. Yeah. I, I got you there. So you got three number ones so far. So far. So what are you doing in the East? Vir- Virginia? In the East, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go to Michigan State. Um, All right. I think that, uh, you know, Izzo has this amazing stat that he's got, he's made it to the tournament. Uh, 17 years in a row, um, and you think about that and how long of a, a time period that is. He knows what he's doing going into it. Uh, he knows his team. Uh, I think that he's going to be able to size up the opposition well, come up with good game plans. I think that, that he's really a – he's a game-changing coach. You know, he's one of the best coaches in college. 
So I think that uh, Michigan State is going to beat Iowa State there in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. Well, the thanks for talking about that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I was... Who do you give it to? Who do you give the championship to? The championship I have, um, so we have Florida against Michigan State. Uh, I have Florida winning that game to go to the national championship. We got Arizona against Wichita State. I got Wichita State winning that game, too. All right. Um, so a Florida-Wichita State final. And All right. I think Florida is going to beat Wichita State. There you go. Florida over Wichita State. That's how Derek oh beat the NCAA. I'll be darned. Al, I know you're not doing a bracket. It doesn't do it for you, huh? Yeah. You're, no, you're, no, you're I, I, I don't. I, I, I used to. I used to put the things together. I'd look at the funny team names, and I'd pick all the way to the end, and I just, it's a waste of money for me. Okay. Yeah, just, just throwing, it, throwing it in. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I might be doing one. I know, Al, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but uh, Phil Jackson's back into the ring. I know Derek wanted to talk about it. Uh, and he's going to be a general manager out there in uh, in New York. At 70 years old. Or president, yeah. Oh, he's 70. I think he's 69 or 70, yeah. Okay. How, how do you feel that shakes it up, Derek, out in New York? Uh, um, I think that it's a great hire. Um, I think that Phil is looking to... He was looking to get back into something. Um and he couldn't work it out with the Buss family because, frankly, they're a little bit crazy. Um, but, yeah, I think that uh, Phil, uh, he's, he's gonna, he knows that his, the personalities that need to come to the city. So I think that the most important relationship to set up first, though, is his uh, relationship with Carmelo because New York is going to want to re-sign Carmelo. Um, I think that Phil and Carmelo could be a good match together because on both of Phil's long coaching runs of championships, he had that one killer guy. Yeah. Are they going to go to the triangle, right? you think? Um, you know what? Is, I think is they he might. Is he going to try to build a Phil Jackson team? I think he is. Um, I think that he's, because he's won so much and he's been a part of so many winning locker rooms, um, he knows like which personality types will work best at which positions and with other people. Um, yeah. You know, he gets a lot of that uh, Zen stuff. So um, I think really what he he does is he just he's gotten to know his players and been able to coach them coach them up well individually because he knows them and I think that he can uh, build something in New York, despite not being the coach. Yeah. All right. So here in Chicago, Al? But it is, I mean, okay, let's say this guy has three years because he's 70 years old. This guy's not going to be around the team every day to really find that chemistry and be able to work what he's doing. Do you believe, I mean, do you honestly believe the Knicks can win a championship in the next three years? Yeah. I think they can. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the really big question. Um, I think that they can. I think that if the key though is Carmelo, uh, mm-hmm. if if Phil can't keep Carmelo, they are definitely not going to win a championship in the next three years. If Carmelo can stick around, if Phil can convince him that he's going to be able to bring in the right pieces, then uh, I think I could see them uh, winning. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're talking a lot about Carmelo and if he can keep him, because uh, the word is is that he might be, Carmelo Anthony might, might be looking to get out of New York. And uh, the, the talk around Chicago, it, would he be that shooting guard that you want? Now, he's known for not passing the ball much, Al. He's, uh, he's known for, for that, yeah. uh, but he can shoot the lights out. I mean, does he fit in with these Bulls? Can he play in a Tom Thibodeau uh, defense? Will he play defense? That, those are some of the biggest questions on, on that idea. Uh, would, would you see a Carmelo, Derek, would you see Carmelo to the, uh, to the Bulls as a, uh, as a good fit? Yeah, absolutely I would. Uh, I think that uh, you know, Noah came out uh, like a week ago, a week and a half, uh, mm-hmm. saying that 
he thought that Chicago would be a great stop for Carmelo because of the talent they have. And he's, he's absolutely right. Um, Phil is trying to build essentially what Chicago already has. So, you know, for Carmelo to go to Chicago, he'd need to take less money. Um, I think that with the Bulls' offense, he would fit in fantastically because the Bulls don't have that other go-to score. Um, and that's, you know, hoping that Rose is doing some, uh, is staying healthy. So yeah. I think that with uh, the, the hard-working guy in Noah, they've got a, a good bench. Um, they, they, uh, with Carmelo, that they'd be able to, to move someone to the bench um, and have a, a good bench defender score coming in. Yeah. Um, they've there just got go. everything that of... those teams have. Yeah, they, I'll tell you, man, the, the way the team's played with heart yet again, uh, Thibodeau had a whole new cast of uh, of, of guys uh, who otherwise wouldn't be uh, able to make money. Like Nate Crawford last year got a really great contract uh, that he wouldn't have been able to earn had he not played uh, with in, with the Bulls in Tom Thibodeau's season. And you got a couple guys like that again with DJ Augustine. And, and, you, and a guy like Joe Kim Noah was able to come out and become uh, almost a superstar like he he's he's taken the team under his wings here and he's been able to do that and i don't know th- this team it, it is showing a lot of heart right now but there are a lot of changes that i could see made people talk about chris bosh and i think that could work as well i i think he's like a guy who can shoot from the from the four position like that or from the three i don't know i i dig it yeah well I, you know i think um when you talk about noah the fact that rose got injured has been great for him. Uh, it hasn't been great for his career, but uh, yet as far as winning, um, but it's really made him um, define more who he is as a player. Yeah, and, he's grown. And what, yep. Yeah, it, he's this guy that you you know worked hard all the time. Uh, when you, when you think of you know star power forwards, star centers, um, he's not. You know, one of the first two names that comes up. Um, he's in the top five, but he's really, uh, you know, shown how how much he can dominate uh, if he yep. wants to. Yep. Cool. Hey, Derek, I want to say thank you so much for uh, for joining us tonight. We do appreciate it. Uh, come back on again some other time. How about it? Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, Clark. Thank you. I'll oh, talk man. to you guys soon. Oh, no problem. Of course. Hey, have a good night. All right, brother. All right, later, man. Take it easy. Man. Uh, Door is closing. What, did you hear that? Kind of went out of key there. It Door. sounded like a like a horror movie music moment there. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. No. Now you got me I, frightened. I'm not doing well with the going to the guest and then the coming back. You're very, I don't you're know very, what's happening tonight. You're concerned about it. I'm, I'm very concerned. I, wanna, I want this show to do better. I want it to get better. I want it to uh, pick up some listeners and... Uh, some someday have some advertisements of our own, just like the old church bulletin there, uh-huh. and uh, and go somewhere with us. And some of that is happening. I'm getting a new computer here. You, my friend, we're building the uh, the North Studio. The North Studio. We're going to have the North Studio as well. Shortly, we'll be broadcasting live from the, the attic. Bird's Nest. Yeah, the Bird's Eagle's Nest. nest. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's going to be uh, it's uh, lovely. These the studios and the arrangements I am making, it is going to be pure comfort. It's going to be pure enjoyment. And it's going to be good times, and the show, the quality and the production is also going to be picking up here soon. For, for you alcoholics, I want to give you the update here uh, for, for Al. Uh, I know we had spoken, he had, he had gone and he had, he had gotten the password from the local garage, the local, uh, the local uh, business, the, yeah. uh, the oil change joint or whatever. Windows and glass. Windows and glass joint. And uh, you got their password, didn't go so well. No, it didn't, it didn't work. But after a little roundabouts with AT and T, you got him to come out, and now you, my friend, I'd like to I'd like to announce the internet. AT and T and I have re-reached an agreement. <laughs> We're on new terms. You have re-signed. I've re-signed with AT and T, and then they bring this guy out yesterday. I had to wait yeah. for the. I, I I leave work early. Uh-huh. You know, I had a doctor's appointment. Yeah. And then I I went home to catch the cable guy, okay. and I'm waiting for him. Finally, he comes. I am happy. I am like I am a, one happy kid. I yeah. go downstairs. 
He's an Indian fella. Okay. You know, uh, yeah. Yousef or whatever his name was. All right. Comes in there. He wants to plug in the thing. He has me standing outside there with him as he's working outside. Okay. Couldn't tell me, like, hey, go on upstairs. Older guy, too. So I finally go upstairs. He tells me he has to go check on some wires. Disappears right. for, like, 40 minutes. Okay. Comes upstairs. He starts looking at my jacks. He tells me they're not good. He okay. wants to saw in the wall. He's like, I just let me cut out a piece of drywall here. I could reach down there and replace the wires. Oh, well, wow. I want to get the damn hookup. Yeah. I need internet. So right. I'm like, all right, do it. He's like, well, do you have any tools? I'm like, I have a knife with a jagged edge. He uses that. He cuts wow. the drywall. Wow. Cuts out about four inches. And then okay. he's like, oh, this is not going to work. Really? So then he ends up drilling at the side of the building. Oh. So now I'm stuck with a hole in the wall. I got drywall. I got, I got to figure out how to patch this. I've never done that before. The things you go through, partner. It's amazing. That, how Why can you can't handle this? Easy. How can you handle this? Why oh. in life can yeah, it not so be Yeah, it's so difficult. It, this, I don't know if this ranks higher or lower. Oh, blow me. Is this higher order, or lower than you earlier? You order internet. How's your tablet? Are you on it? You order internet, Good. Clark. The yeah. guy comes, he hooks it up, he leaves. Me, I got guys drilling walls with saws of knives and my, I'm putting holes in my wall and screwing me. That's all my life is, is people coming over and screwing me. Okay, well, that that sounds like a decent life to me. <laughs> I mean, not, uh, all right. Not well, hold on. Let me deal. Hey, uh, what? Uh, who's your favorite blues artist? Give me um, Sam, either Sam Lightning Hopkins or um, Magic Sam and his West Side Soul. Okay. All right then. Good. Sam Hopkins more of you going more electric Texas blues, and then. Um, Magic Sam is West Side Soul. That's more traditional. That's where you should go. Huh? You just pull up some of that Magic Sam you got on the phone. Magic Sam Hopkins? No, no, no. It's Sam Lightning Hopkins or Magic Sam and his West Side Soul. All right. Fair. All right. You, you got something over there? Yeah. Give me a half an hour to sign into my account here. Yeah, we can't really do that. Hey, the Bulls got the, got the lead. Hold on. I almost got it. All right, I'm back in. So, Michael Vick, uh, he's the quarterback out there that uh, doesn't have a home. That's possible, possibly capable of being a starter. Definitely a guy you might want to take a chance on if you don't have anybody like Minnesota. Uh, right. But it looks like uh, Michael Vick is going to be visiting the Jets. Oh, is also he? In, okay. They got like 15 quarterbacks and none of them are good. I don't so. know. It seems like he's played himself right out of the league, doesn't it? Who? Uh, Michael Vick. No, he's still... He, he's going to turn 30... Uh, let's see here. Michael Vick certainly isn't the commodity he once was. He was missed 16 games to an injury over the last four seasons. He'll turn 34 in June. Less regarded free agents like Matt Castle went to the Vikings, Chad Henning to the Jaguars, and Josh McCown to the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. So, Josh McCown. But the Texans, Browns, and Raiders all still need a starting quarterback, and... I've heard Michael Vick and the Raiders might be a match made in heaven. Okay. It could work. They, what did they have? They ended up with Terrell Pryor was their quarterback at the end of the season last year. That sounds about right. So the other day I saw the question, or the headline, that uh, on the Dan, there was an article local Comcast said that uh, on the Dan Patrick show, uh, Caleb, or uh, I'm sorry, Josh McCown, Josh McCown had said that he thinks that he's better than Jay Cutler. And... Taken out of context, that's a, that headline looks amazing. It's like, right, right, yeah, true, but, but sure. I mean, of course, he should think that he's better than Jay Cutler. I mean, right. that's what you want from that player. Yes. Like, as a player, he's not going to say, you know, I don't think that I'm as good. I, I don't think I can do it. No, no. he's going to say that. He has to. So I, I just think that it's time to put that to bed. And the other night, Al, I was drinking some red wine. Red, I haven't red wine. I haven't uh, really. Uh, edited this, but I wrote a letter, an open letter, okay, uh, asking if, if we can just end this whole, uh, this whole thing. So I'm going to read it now. This, I'm taking a chance here, all right? All right. Stage all right. is yours. I write a letter to ask for the conversation to drop. McCown versus Cutler. This is our team. Get behind this team. The offense is the best Bears offense most have ever seen. It is going to work. The defense improved with free agency and should improve again at the draft. Get the defense better. I understand that it's hard to grasp the Bears having a defense that is not above average, and I certainly understand that it's hard to grasp that they were one of the worst uh, in the league last year. 
What I need you to do is pay attention to the offense being the number two scoring offense in the league last year. Look up Tressman's Canada League stats. Yeah, I understand it is just the CFL, but it should at least give you like a guideline to provide a guideline for a correlation. Please forget all about the McCown versus Cutler and get behind this team. And Jay Cutler's the quarterback. The offense is going to do fine. Defense, just keep on improving it. Get it up to being a mediocre defense. And then you have yourself a pretty darn good team. That's, that's my piece, Al. I, I, you, I'm right behind you. And you're listening to the Larcher and Lawrence Sports. That was a work of art, my friend. Well, that I, is, uh... I, was it? Was it better than my phone stuff? Yeah, I mean, that was, okay. uh, that was exactly the kind of... It really reminded me of Abraham Lincoln's speech known as a house divided. Oh. Well, thank like, you. that is the political, social, economical impact that you have just broadcast over our vast airwaves on the uh, intro net. You're, you're busting my chops. No, not at all. That was, that was wonderful. It's the Larcher Lawrence Sports Show, at Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. We, we won't bother you too much there. It reminds me of a time, a long, long time ago. The answer there is the Daily Double. There was a young man named Jimmy, and Jimmy had two friends. There was Jake, and there was John. Okay. Everybody loved John. Jake was actually the better kid. You know, he, he worked at the church. He, uh, he had better grades. Uh, he was a little smarter. But for some reason, everybody liked the guy Jake. All right. Well, Jake moves away. All right. Jimmy liked Jake better. But now what is he going to do? Sit there and play with himself? Or be happy with what he has and find out he's got a better friend in uh, Jim or John. I feel like you, you've lived this story huh? here. I feel like you've lived it. I've lived nothing. I'm actually animatronic. You're just a robot. That's great to hear. <laughs> he's just going to chew the ice? Is that what the... yeah, Oh, i got to sign in again. I was off for a second. This is unbelievably annoying. We've got to get to the bottom of this. It won't. Your tablet won't save the password. No. No, because it's it's opening up Windows. You can keep it from going to that. That's what I thought. You could but turn I, that off. I every option I've looked for that That's doesn't like exist. A, what do they? What is it called? Is it a is it a screensaver? Screen lock. Is it a screen lock? The screen lock. Oh, it's a screen lock like uh, with a phone. Okay. Yeah, that's difficult, man. Hey, we're down to about two minutes left on this show. We do it uh, here weekly. Uh, Al Archer and Clark Lawrenson uh, coming at you. I'm, I'm Clark. This gentleman's Al. That's right. We're members of uh, Chicago's comedy group, Comedy Accident. we got a show coming up April 26th at the Underground Lounge. It Doors is open at 7. Phenomenal. We are, after almost a year, a year off, a year. one of the greatest comedy teams of all time Yep, is returning. There you go. And we're returning to make things so wonderful... So funny, it's not going to be that good, but it's going to be it'll, good. It'll be decent. It's going to be worth yeah. seeing. It's yeah. going to be worth the five damn dollars start, to come out and have we get started our ride. We, we got it riding. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna to shore up some of that, and soon we're off, man. The, the writing process has begun. The performance process has begun for Comedy Accident. It's what we do. Those are the numbers you should play in the lottery, Al. I played lotto. I didn't. I, you know, actually, I did. I did four dollars. You won four bucks. Yeah. Last night. I lost sixteen, but I won so, four. Somebody won four hundred million, but you won four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's nice. Hey, quickly, top five uh, NBA teams: Spurs, Clippers, Pacers, Thunder, Heat. Heat dropping all the way back to number five. Spurs number one. Yep. Whoa. Spurs number one. They they certainly took it to the Bulls last week. I'll tell you that much. They got a they got a heck of a team. And then what that Popovich does is he'll rest guys. He's not afraid to just rest them. Tim Duncan looking Saves powerful. Him up, saving up Tim Duncan for, for more of the season. You've got sit to that, sit that old man quite a bit. What is he? He's something like 38 years old now. Bulls are uh, left, by the way. All right. Well, it's been wonderful. You people are amazing. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We have the greatest audience in the world. Magic Sam. Maybe we'll get back to an overtime next week. Huh? We'll do All right. So this this show here tonight was for the live listeners. Thank you for listening. Well, and the dead ones. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. Thank Listen, you so much. It's that Marjorie Lawrence. There you go. Yeah, thanks for listening, Joe. 
You go with the Jimmy Reed classic. Yeah, dude. Uh, Magic Sam doing it, though. Yeah. I'll be darned. This is the greatest blues album to ever who, exist. Who wrote this song? Jimmy Reed, I believe. Jimmy Reed? Yeah. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. <laughs> 